There's got to be an explanation to all these UFO sightings, right? Hey, it's Stephen Diener, host of the Unidentified Alien Podcast. And whether you're new to the conversation or have been looking into it for years, you need to check out the fastest growing alien show out there, the Unidentified Alien Podcast, or UAP for short. There's a crazy amount of alien encounter stories out there from all over the world. And the beauty of it is that I bring them all to you and let you decide what you believe. Download and subscribe to UAP on any of the major podcasting platforms. And you can also find it on UAPpodcast.com. DMV Download, the new daily podcast from WTOP News, is out now. Hosts Megan Clorty and Luke Garrett get the story behind the story. Every weekday afternoon, Megan and I will go beyond the headlines with WTOP reporters and sources to bring you more on the biggest local stories impacting you, our fellow Washingtonians. The DMV Download podcast is available now on all major podcast platforms. Subscribe today so you don't miss an episode. The DMV Download podcast is presented by Steamfitters Local 602. Welcome to the newest episode of Beyond the Fame with Jason Fraley. I'm your host, Jason Fraley, picking the brains of the top filmmakers, musicians, and artists of our time. Layla Hathaway leads a tribute concert to Joni Mitchell at the Kennedy Center this Wednesday and Thursday. We discussed her love of Mitchell's songwriting, as well as her own career from the daughter of soul legend Donny Hathaway to becoming a five-time Grammy winner in her own right. Layla Hathaway, thank you so much for joining us on WTOP. Thank you for having me. And thanks for dipping. I know you just got out of the, the dentist office, so we appreciate it. I got to know, do, do you, have you ever heard a Layla Hathaway song while sitting in the dentist chair? <laughs> I have, and my dentist is so awesome. She plays the Layla Hathaway Pandora station sometimes when I'm there. That's got to be a little freaky. Does Joni Mitchell ever come on? No, actually, it's so sad to me. There are some of my idols I wish would play during my stations, but it's okay. <laughs> well, the reason we bring that up, we should tell our listeners, is because you are coming to the Kennedy Center to do a special Joni Mitchell tribute. Um, right. now, are we allowed to say what songs you're going to be performing? Are we allowed to get a little, you know, teaser? No, I don't think so. Just come see what you hear. Come see all the songs. I definitely don't want to tell you uh, what the songs are. Come be surprised. They are yeah. some of my favorites, though. We can't, we can't, we can't spoil it. Well, at least tell our listeners some of the, the big names that are going to be on the stage with you. There's some, this that's an all-star lineup. You know, the only person that I know that is coming to the show is Moses Sumney, whom I'm looking forward um, to working with. Raul Madan also um, I might be singing with, so I'm looking forward to that. I don't really know who else is on the show because what happens is when someone calls you and says we're doing a show it's a Joni Mitchell show you just say yes right. it doesn't matter who else is on the show if it's you know if it's Vince Mendoza and and the work of Joni Mitchell you don't even need to know who else is going to be there that's all you need to know yeah Vin, you mentioned Vince Mendoza uh just so our listeners know he he's you know I think he's won like six Grammys or something and he actually won for arranging both sides now and Woodstock for Joni Mitchell um you mentioned who'd you mention Raul um but I, I think I have the list here it's uh Renee Fleming Jimmy Harrod um Ra Raul Madone you said Ophi O'Donovan like it, it's a, it's gonna be a big lineup and of course yourself um, yeah, and I'm then really also excited. with the NSO too. That's going to be epic to have a whole orchestra behind you. It, it is a beautiful 
thing. I have been doing some uh, dates over the last couple of years with Vince Mendoza doing the work of my father, Donnie Hathaway. And so just to be in front of the orchestra is uh, so tremendous, like the energy from the musicians. It, it is a beautiful night. And as soon as the harp starts, everyone swoons and it's going to be beautiful. Oh, yeah, absolutely. And it's funny, Joni Mitchell's having a bit of a, a moment here, uh, you know, a resurgence in our culture. I mean, she just got the Kennedy Center Honors uh, last year, I think. Um, you know, Both Sides Now was featured in, in CODA, which just won the best picture for the for the Oscars. Right. Like, what, what is it about her her music that you think makes it so timeless that, that you know, it can be used in, in movies and things today and, and capture new generations? It still it still holds up. I think that she's probably one of the greatest songwriters that we know. Her, her use of language and metaphor and um, her creative, the way that you can visualize all the words. And for me, growing up as a kid, listening to those records, they all had color and they all had mood. And so to know that she was a painter later on made sense to me. I, I feel like she really writes about what people, think about she's an alchemist she just she knows how to uh she's just a poetic human being and i met her a couple of years ago just for about a nanosecond and i i had about 48 things to tell her about how she's influenced me and about how i have created techniques based on her singing and and none of that all came out so i hope <laughs> she can feel it through her lyrics that i'm trying to interpret it's hard to squeeze in 48 things in a nanosecond, <laughs> but I'm sure you Absolutely. can. But you can, yeah, you can do the talking on stage and show how much, you know, she means. Wait, wait, by the way, that reminds me, is she going to be there or is it mostly just a celebration of her music? I don't know where she will be. Um, <laughs> I hope that she's there. It'll be the closest thing I can do to actually giving her a love letter. And, um, you know, we hope she's there. Absolutely. Well, we've... We've uh, been praising Joni Mitchell's music, and that's what it's all about. But while we have you on here, we got to remind our listeners of, you know, the legend of Layla Hathaway as well. So I know you were born in, in Chicago. You mentioned earlier, daughter of, you know, the soul legend, Donnie Hathaway. And this Christmas is just looping in all our ears all the time. Right. <laughs> um, it, it, I, I believe there's a D.C. tie. Didn't, didn't your parents meet while they were at Howard University in D.C.? They did. Both of my parents, musicians, uh, both attended Howard and met there so i'm kind of like an honorary howard baby in a way <laughs> yeah right so the dc's a home away from home in a, in a weird way um well, very cool do you have any memories you know growing up with him or i mean i know he died when you were what like probably like 10 or 11 or something but uh you know just any memories of what it was like growing up with him or, or you know learning music from him that kind of thing you know i grew up in a very musical house and both of my parents uh were musicians and so my felt sense and memories really all have to do with music. It, it definitely, um, the, the sense memory of learning music, of having piano lessons, of my mother having voice lessons, of music being played in our household, all of that fills all of my childhood memories. And it, it's a big part of what shapes me and informs me as a musician now. And Joni's actually a big part of the fabric of that. Oh, yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. Could you remind us how, how did you get signed for that first, you know, your self-titled debut album in 1990 it was it was big. It climbed the, the album charts and had that hit song Heaven Knows, which was really high on, the, I guess, the R&B hip hop charts. Um, uh, how, how did how did that first finally come together? Suddenly you're you know, your, your dad was so famous for so long and now suddenly you're the one with the record deal. 
you know what? It was it was a time long, long, long ago. And so you just back in those days, you made a demo, which was a demonstration of your talent and someone heard it and then they would sign you to a record label. We would say, you know, you got a contract. Is this like a cassette tape demo? Oh yeah, this was absolutely, this might have been on a track. This was absolutely <laughs> a cassette tape demo um, and somebody heard it. And I was actually signed to Virgin Records probably when I was 18 or 19 years old by a guy named Jeff Foreman, whom I'm still friends with now, who is the nephew of Mtume, if you know who Mtume is. Mm -hmm. And uh, I worked on two records there and then started going around and making records with other people and in other places. But that was a different time. You know how you hear about uh, screen actors being discovered at an ice cream shop? Musicians used to get discovered actually making music and that's how you got signed. Stay tuned for the rest of my conversation with Layla Hathaway, but first a message from a fellow WTOP podcast. DMV Download, the new daily podcast from WTOP News is out now. Hosts Megan Clorty and Luke Garrett get the story behind the story. Every weekday afternoon, Megan and I will go beyond the headlines with WTOP reporters and sources to bring you more on the biggest local stories impacting you, our fellow Washingtonians. The DMV Download podcast is available now on all major podcast platforms. Subscribe today so you don't miss an episode. The DMV Download podcast is presented by Steamfitters Local 602. Welcome back to Beyond the Fame for the rest of my conversation with Layla Hathaway. We'd be here all day if we went through all of them, but I'll rattle off a couple. You know, A Moment was the second album. Let Me Love You was the hit off of that. And you did Outrun the Sky and had the Luther cover, you know, Forever for Always for Love, Self-Portrait, Where It All Begins. You I mean, it was, it was just nonstop. Uh, but tell me about your first, uh, the first big Grammy win there for R&B performance. It was something with Snarky Puppy. We had them on a, like a year or so ago. <laughs> but how okay. big of an honor was it to finally win one? Huge. I mean, you know, it's something that as a musician, you dream about all your life. It's the, the ultimate um, nod from your peers and your colleagues. And that was a song that I first recorded when I was 18 years old. And so, uh, you know, it was such a, a, a crazy, a crazy happenstance that that the song that I recorded when I was 17 and then re-recorded um, in a totally different way is that that song has legs. So it was written for Brenda, Brenda Russell by Brenda herself and David Foster mm -hmm. in the late 1980s. And she actually recorded it. And um, I, don't, I don't think the album ever came out, but I was working with Andre Fisher, who was the drummer from Rufus. And he had all these songs he wanted me to hear. And that was one of the songs that really stuck out to me as something that I could really uh, interpret. So it's it's a it's a beautiful thing to come full circle 20, 25 years after the fact and win a Grammy for a song I recorded on my first album. Yeah, that's a that's a full circle. Isn't that something? A full circle yeah. moment. Well, yeah. tell, tell me about Jesus Children, because that one, I guess, again the following year, and that that's a bit of a, a spiritual vibe on that one. Yeah, you know, I I do a lot of work with Robert Glasper. Um, we did a show prior to that record that was just a full Stevie Wonder show, which was really great. He had a lot of uh, guest artists and we all did the Stevie Wonder repertoire, which was a beautiful show. And then when Sandy Hook happened, um, it was something that Robert felt really strongly about recording and dedicating to those kids and their families. And so we're really proud of that 
recording um, and having Malcolm Jamal Warner come and do the spoken word piece for the kids was something that we all felt really deeply about and we're very honored to present that. Yeah, you've worked with so many different artists, and you mentioned Theo, Malcolm Jamal Warner, and Robert Glasper, right. but you also did uh, the Snoop Dogg, uh, Little Ghetto Boy. That might have won, too. Man, you just went on, you, you've won like five, so it's hard to keep track at this point. But, uh, you know, tell me about what was it like working with Snoop on Little Ghetto Boy? Snoop is uh, an old friend. We've been working together kind of off and on for the last probably over 20, 25 years. And so, to uh, again, to win a a Grammy for a record that's A, my father's record, uh, B, a record that I recorded on my live album because he had recorded it on his live album is again another, I keep having these full circle moments, but I'm really thankful to represent for my family and my family name and all of that. Yeah, I'm starting to get a, a sense of trend. It, that's sort of the game, I guess, is now you, you just sort of build out your network of people that you know and, and collab with, Glasper, Snoob, uh, and you ended up doing, what, Esperanza Spalding, Common, and, and I guess Kendrick Lamar. You did a bunch on Pimp a Butterfly too, right? Yes, absolutely. Another record I'm really proud of, uh, such a seminal record in his career, and his new record just came out, which I'm, you know, eating like breakfast, lunch, and dinner. <laughs> but I'm excited about that record. It, it, it featured so many musicians. And so um, that was that was a blast to be involved. Oh, yeah, absolutely. Well, I, again, you've been generous with your time. Uh, we, we could be literally talking about your music all day. But before we run, I, I'm a big movie guy, too. So I want to talk about how you've sort of done a little bit of, of work in that arena. I guess you were on the Hidden Figure soundtrack with, with Pharrell doing Surrender. And, you know, you got to appear in, in Girls Trip, which was a hilarious comedy. It was like, you know, yes. the girls' version of The Hangover. It was hilarious. Right, uh, right. Um, just what, what was it like working on, on those two films, both as a soundtrack and actually being in the other one? <laughs> really 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 fun i'm really a student of comedy and so um those the the chance to be on screen and create music on screen is uh really exciting to me it's something i definitely want to do more of i'm i'm actually auditioning and working and have some bit parts and stuff and i did some work on family family reunion uh on netflix, on netflix. Yeah. yeah 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 with loretta divine and and tia Maori, which was great and um have some stuff coming up this year it's, it's exciting it's a really exciting time to just sort of be out there and being a creative and just trying to stretch and see how far it will take you absolutely do you want to plug your newest single it's called canvas is that right the newest yeah the newest single is called canvas i'm working with a guy called juan ariza we have a whole bunch of stuff coming out. I have a single hopefully coming out in the next few weeks. Um, you know, a lot of, lot of COVID time, a lot of time to sit and think about what the industry looks like and what you want to present. So I have loads and loads of stuff coming over the next couple of years. Well, we can't wait to see it. All right, cool. Well, we look forward to seeing all your new songs that you've been, you know, storing up over the pandemic. But first, everyone come out to see Lay the Hathaway at the Joni Mitchell Tribute at the Kennedy Center here in D.C., May 25th through 26th. Uh, just what final seconds. Just want to tell our listeners, you know, come on out and have a good time. Oh, absolutely. Come celebrate Joni Mitchell. She's a gem. She's a gem. She belongs to Canada, but she, she actually belongs to us. <laughs> exactly. All right. Thank you so much for doing this. Thank you. Have a great day. All right. You too. Bye. Bye-bye.
Thanks so much for joining us on Beyond the Fame with Jason Fraley. Remember to hit the subscribe button and give us a five-star rating if you like what you hear. We'll see you next time. I wanted to take a second to tell you about an app I really enjoy. Living in the D.C. area is great, and Podcast D.C. gathers all of the local shows that I like all in one local app. Health, sports, local news, politics, and so much more. Podcast D.C. is the new local app with hundreds of D.C. area podcasts to choose from. I can earn exciting rewards just for listening and share the podcasts I love instantly. Available in the App Store or in Google Play, listen local with Podcast D.C.